This is Liz Reed. This is my podcast called Liz Life Guru. I'm a practicing therapist here in Michigan. This show will focus on addiction, mental health issues from beginning to end. I am also in recovery for the past 20 years and I have plenty of topics that can help you from A to Z. So let's get started. Menopause. Have you been through menopause? I have. And yes. You know what? I did not know I was going through it when I was going through it. Yeah, a lot of women don't know that. I had surgical menopause. So when I had my hysterectomy, I was thrown into menopause right away. That was fun. I did not know what the hell was going on. I had so much anxiety. Since going through it, I have often said, I don't know why we tell young girls what's going to happen to their body, but we don't, we don't tell women. Mm-hmm. We don't tell women of a certain age because there are so many things that, like the the brain fog and the... Yeah. I thought, seriously, when I was going through it and was going through the brain fog, mm-hmm. I thought there was something wrong. Sure. Like I couldn't follow along. I remember I was still teaching at the time and I remember sitting in a, in a meeting and they were talking about things and I like zoned out and thought, oh, I'll pay attention better. You know, I'll look through my notes and I'll get clarification and I'll look. But I found time and time again that I wasn't, like wasn't following or wasn't understanding and seriously thought that there was something wrong with me. Yes. And made a conscious effort to pay attention more and follow along more and mm-hmm. it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Like I was I really struggled only to find out that it, it was menopause. It was menopause. You know, my mom used to tell me that a lot of women when they went through menopause um would end up at Eloise in Detroit on the mental health unit mm-hmm. because they didn't know what was wrong with them or what was going on. Imagine you carry all of this estrogen and progesterone in your body and suddenly it starts going away. And everything that has helped, ba- these hormones that help balance your uh, your anger, stress, um, not only your menstrual cycle are gone mm-hmm. or low. And you end up feeling stressed out of your mind and wondering what the hell's going on with you. It's obviously going to cause all kinds of repercussions. Yeah, and I just thought it was because I was teaching third grade. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been part of it as well. I was interested to find out that 12 months after your last period is what they consider to be the start of menopause or perimenopause, right? Mm. So that's usually around 45 to 55 years old that this starts uh, with women. Um, you may spot or have hot flashes prior to this during menopause, and but your anxiety will increase and depression can increase at this time. So those are red flags that we need to look for. And with me having a surgical menopause, that all kicked in like overnight. So I, and I had emergency surgery in California and I was back in Nashville where I was leaving and I was calling his office going, um, I can't leave the house. I'm freaking out. I'm having one panic attack after another. And he's like, oh yeah, we should have put you on HRT. Again, these are the things that they don't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, loss of estrogen, it regulates your menstrual cycle. As I was saying, your urinary tract, which I went through that as well. I was getting urinary tract infections over and over again. Didn't know why. Heart and blood vessels, bones, skin, hair, mucous membranes, why women have all kinds of vaginal dryness when after menopause and don't want to have sex. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Pelvic muscles and brain, all of that. Your gray matter gets all messed up. All the chemicals in your brain are all screwed up. After menopause, we do produce some degree of estrogen. Okay, this comes from our fat cells, but not enough in order to keep you stabilized, right? A lot of women will go through it and they'll be okay. I take 
HRT. I have, I take estradiol specifically because I don't have any ovaries. So you will produce a little bit if you're a woman who hasn't had a surgical menopause. You will even with one ovary or both. And that will help, definitely help. But for a lot of women, they require um, estradiol or something to help them through this. A lot of women are frightened to death to take it because they're scared they're going to get cancer or something, you know, might go along with that. But I have had great results with it. And I don't think life would be live, worth living for me if I didn't have HRT because they've taken me on and off of it a couple different times and I ended up with a host of problems. Have you had any of those symptoms? You have both your ovaries, right? Right, yeah. And, and I went through it not realizing that I was going through menopause until I went to the doctor and he you know, went for my yearly physical and said, well, when, when was your last period? And I said, oh, January. And and he said, oh, okay. And you know, we'll do a blood test. Yeah. And they did. And he came back and he said, oh, you're in menopause. And I went, oh, that makes... I'm not crazy. Well, I am, but for other <laughs> yes. reasons. But no, but it, but it made a lot more sense. So I went through menopause and did not take anything. Yes, yeah. I had the hot flashes. Yes, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I, I struggled with some things, but didn't realize that I was in it. Again, because nobody tells women of a certain age. They don't. That, like, oh, guess, like they tell a girl, a young girl, like, oh, your body's going to change. You're going to do this. We have failed our sisterhood in saying, yes. hey, you know what? You're of an age where these things are going to start and, you know, this is happening and that is... And we don't talk about it. Like, Absolutely. I've never really talked much to girlfriends about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we talk about everything else under the sun, but we yeah. we don't talk much about how your body is changing. This is the real deal. I mean, we could start with menstruating. I mean, they mm-hmm. were giving me baby aspirins for, you know, periods that were so horrendous because I had endometriosis that you know, when I was a little girl that I couldn't even go to school or do anything. We don't even discuss that. We, you, they were like, oh, okay, you just have a bad period. Are you kidding me? This is crippling and disabling. That's where I was by the time I had my surgical hysterectomy. And then the other thing is, is you know, let's just talk about one symptom of menopause, hot flashes. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're a little hot, a little red around the edges, feeling a little sweaty. No. That's not what a hot flash is like. No, that's like someone on the inside <laughs> is playing with fire. It is wake you up every 20 yes. minutes all night long because you rush mm-hmm. with heat and then you're freezing, then you rush with heat. You don't sleep. So that yes. add that component to all this craziness. The, I, I am still going through the that those nighttime. That's the, horrible. I get in bed and then the covers are touching me like... Yeah, I have to throw off the covers, and then, like you said, then you're freezing, and yep. then, you know, and that happens. That does not every night, but well, every night I I, I start the cycle every night, but mm-hmm. um, some nights it's worse than others. Sure. So you know, yeah, in hot weather, hot weather is miserable for women who are in menopause. Or yeah, women the who clothes are t- yeah, the, uh, the clothes are touching you. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I can't tell you how many times we've been on our way out the door and I'm like, "Oh, I have to change cuz this dress is touching me. This shirt is touching me." And my husband's like, "All right." And people really discount it. Men will say, you know, men a lot of men joking, or, "Oh, you're just acting crazy or you how hot are you?" Like, you don't understand. I am like crippled hot. Like yeah. I can't be this overheated. I have said to my husband here, touch my forehead. Don't I feel hot? And he's like, no, you don't feel hot. I'm like, oh my God, from the inside. Or I've gone and I've gone and stood outside, you know, like on the porch yeah. in the wintertime. Like I am about oh, to die because sure. I am. I know I'm going to spontaneously combust. Sure. Sure. I just know what's going to happen. So I'm going to go stand out in the zero degree weather. And that's one winds. symptom. Yeah. That's one symptom. And that just adds to all of your lack of sleep 
you're completely strung out in the morning. So how, what's that doing for your mental health? How are you supposed to be feeling less anxious and not depressed when you're just so wound up from being up most of the night waking? Disrupted sleep is one of the worst things that you can go through. I really believe that. That's like torture, isn't yeah, it? I still don't. I, I sleep better some nights than others, but I don't sleep real great. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, I've got to get some great life to the show. I'll tell you about some great stuff. Okay. That that's helps a, with that. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. But anyways, because I, listen, this is no time to sleep train, girlfriend. Okay. You need your rest. You need your rest. And there's, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, it, there's plenty of mild things that you can do and you can take that will help you to sleep because you, you're more of a upbeat kind of person mm-hmm. like I am, right? It's hard for us to shut our brains off and lay down. It is. And, and sleep is vital. But when then again, that's a whole nother show. Um, but lack of estrogen what else does that do? Which we're talking about here. Why I have 23,000 followers now on Facebook and counting. I'm getting like a thousand people a day since I added this to my format. Weight gain. Mm-hmm. I gained, okay, always a thin woman, always a thin woman. I never weighed over 98 pounds, maybe 120 pounds. I'm only 5'3, right? That was pretty lean. That was in, you know, up until I was 30 years old, I had a surgical hysterectomy and slapped on 70 pounds without even knowing, without even changing anything. So let's say you don't have a surgical hysterectomy. It slowly starts creeping up. All these women come to me all the time and say, Liz, I've not changed anything. I'm working out five days a week, seven days a week. I'm eating the same things. I'm doing the same thing. Nothing's coming off. And what did I say to you, Gina? It's like chiseling off concrete, trying to get weight off. I tried everything and nothing worked. Again, it goes back to the the things we knew prior to menopause, our bodies and how they function yeah. is completely different going through and after menopause. And, and as I've already said several times, women don't tell other women. Women don't share. Like, they don't discuss it. No, they don't. We just don't talk about menopause. Like this is one of the few discussions I've ever had with anybody about it because sure. we don't It's aging. Yeah. It's aging. And women, we're not more likely, or nobody is really, to talk about aging. This is a a critical part in our lives, that we start aging. We start losing our elasticity in our skin. Um, Our, you know, everything seems to start falling and, and get harder to do. And, I mean, all kinds of different things. You lose so much muscle tone. You, there's muscle loss. There's estrogen and progesterone is gone. And all this triggers um, less calories being burned and a slower metabolism, right? Mm-hmm. So that being said, everything else that you used to do in your past to lose weight, which I didn't have to do, so I wasn't, I didn't know how to lose weight. I'd never lost weight because I didn't need to then, is foreign, right? All that stuff doesn't work anymore. Well, and even for someone, for me, who had lost weight, mm-hmm. and then at the time that, unbeknownst to me that I was starting menopause... I did put on weight prior to, and my father had passed unexpectedly. And I thought, oh, I've gained this weight because, you know, through stress and he was in the hospital. And so I wasn't eating properly. And Mm -hmm. so I put that weight, I put some weight on during those six weeks. And then I thought, oh, I'll take it off. And I didn't. And so those, both those things, his passing and me starting menopause happened simultaneously Mm -hmm. almost. And Mm -hmm. so the, when I did try to lose that weight, during his illness, it yeah. didn't come off. And I thought, well, wh- how, why is this? Why, why mm-hmm. am I not losing it? Because I've always lost it doing these same things. Yeah. 
Yep. And then you get discouraged and you're like, forget oh. it. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be a small anymore. I'm going to sure. be, you know. Like we were talking about state of mind, accepting yourself mm-hmm. in our past show on body dysmorphia. This is, this is a different, you know, if you want to lose it because it's healthful. I, I'm too small to carry this much weight. I mean, my bones are too small. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be carrying this much, much weight. So I've lost 22 pounds and we're going to get into that on how I started to lose weight. And it was because of you. And which was a huge help because I had tried everything. Mm-hmm. I was working out four days a week, five days a week, seven days a week. I was starving myself. I mean, it's not eat. It's not hard for me to not eat at all. I can do that because I'm not a big eater. Mm-hmm. So why would I be gaining weight? Why would I be holding on to weight? This is what what the mystery was to me. And a lot of that comes from menopause. Mm-hmm. Your body goes into starvation mode. And we can get into all that and all that kind of stuff and, you know, uh, lower calories and so forth. But for the most part, it is a different story when you're trying to lose weight after menopause or during menopause. Your caloric intake is dra- drastically has to be reduced. You have to watch what you're eating, but you can establish a whole new way of eating. So long story short, when uh, Gina was helping me out with my podcast, I hadn't seen her in a while. And she walked in and I said, my God, you've lost weight. Remember, Gina? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> you were 25 down then, right? Yeah. 25 down then. Gina was using a program, which she turned me on to, which we won't be talking about here. Mm-hmm. And I started the program. I had a great coach and it was working well for me. I was so skeptical, like you were. I'm like... One day, no day, you know, if, if I get to this weight, then I'll do, I'll get to that weight, then I'll know it's working. Well, it started working and I was so ecstatic. Unfortunately for me, I couldn't tolerate what uh, we were doing, what I was doing. Um, it was hard on my stomach. So I had to develop, well, I was a chef for 30 years. So I had to ve- develop my own plan using my own foods at home and kind of following some guidelines. Following some of the same concepts yes. of the original Exactly. plan that I had shared with you, yes. which, you know, we obviously are not, we're not sponsored. We're not saying, no. we're just talking about what has worked for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, yeah, we so, shared the same, I shared some of the techniques, the coach yep. that we both used, shared yep. some techniques mm-hmm. and, and I learned uh, discipline and I learned um, to wait out plateaus. So one of the things that happens when your metabolism slows down, if, if you stop eating, you will not burn anything. And that's why your weight will go nowhere, mm-hmm. as my stomach's growling right now because I haven't eaten. <laughs> but the thing that we learn together is you have to eat on a regular basis. And you have to eat more times throughout the day yes. for someone who's going, that we have found when we're going through menopause, that yeah. our body needs more fuelings more energy, more food to keep us going throughout yes. the day, which differently is so than foreign. what we had done prior in our earlier yes. lives, which is so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. I had every single app you can imagine. I was on every single show. I can recite to you whatever you want to know the calories are in anything. I did all of it all the time and none of it ever worked until I developed this philosophy that you and I have talked about and, and worked out. So one uh, so uh, so anyways i started losing weight so i've been on this program or our the program whatever the hell it is i'm calling it just a way of life mm-hmm. this is for women in menopause and i started talking about it on my facebook page 
and I'm going to start incorporating it into our podcast. Women started coming to me from everywhere. I feel the same way. I've done nothing and I'm still not losing. I'm doing this. I'm, And one of the things is, is everybody just calm down, right? That's the first thing. Let's just relax because we have our body in a state of anxiety and that's not going to help you to lose weight either. It's it's kind of that dinosaur chasing you thing. Exactly. And you know, when I first started, when I made the commitment to do this, because much like you, we had done everything under the sun for a very long time. I said, all right, I'm going to try this new approach Yes. for one month because mm-hmm. I can do anything for a month. Yeah. I'm going to try this new approach. I'm going to follow these steps. I'm going to make these little changes. And that's really what they are. Yes. Little changes. I'm going to do it for one month. And I saw such a result. Yeah. Like I was willing to accept a little something different for a month. I'm like, oh, I can do this for a month. Well, now I'm going to do it for two months. You know, then I'm going to do another month. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It, it came off. And so I think that that's what we have to, we have to stop as women or as anybody who's listening, even mm-hmm. if, if a man is listening, we have to stop thinking that this is going to be, I'm. I, it's going to happen fast. No. Patience we, we, is, it's all about patience. Right. We have to look at this for, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set up my initial goal. I'm going to try it for a month and see what happens and, and commit. Like when I first started, I committed, I did not deviate at all. Like mm-hmm. I made these commitments, this commitment to change, and this is what I was going to do. And for one, for the first month, actually for two months, I was absolutely you know, perfect in following mm-hmm. what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. If we went out to dinner, I, you know, modified, I have a salad with some protein. I, you yeah. know, stayed away from, sure. May just made healthier choices because sure. it was, you know, I was committed to, to trying something differently. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to say, you know what, we have to try something different and we have to commit. Yes, definitely commit to this lifestyle because you can you can eat like this for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and, and when you when you finally reach your goal weight, then you just add more food to your day. You can mm-hmm. add more food to your day. Okay, so what, so these are some highlights of what has worked for me, which has worked for me. Um, one of the things I did initially is I weighed myself, and I weigh myself every day to desensitize myself to the scale. Somebody may not agree with that, but I'm going to tell you, if you weigh once a week, what happens is you may be having a heavy day. You may not be having a lighter day. And that happens. First of all, the scale is going to fluctuate, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. As you hit a new plateau, it's going to go up. It's going to go down because your body naturally hangs on and hangs on and says, no, 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 we're not going into a new weight class. Till you get to the next decade. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And And it really messes with you. The second thing is, so desensitize yourself to the scale. The second thing I did was I cut out sugar or went to sugar-free because sugar is an empty calorie that just packs on the weight, just packs on the weight. So I don't eat a lot of sugar anyways, but so I, if I am, it's sugar-free, low in sugar. If you're worried about aspartame or any of those things, or, or you know, I don't know what the hell is all the stuff they use now, all kinds of different ones. I use monk fruit at home, which is the bomb, zero calories and all natural. That works if you need it for anything. I've made all kinds of groovy desserts out of it. And they don't have all the calories at all. Um, the other thing is add vegetables to everything that you eat. Well, let's just say this. First of all, you're going to be eating six times a day, right? Right. 
So you're first going to find your calorie deficit. Find out what your calorie deficit is. There are free calculators all over Google. Just look them all up. See what it, how many calories you take in after answering some questions that maintains your weight and how many calories it will take to have a deficit for you to lose weight. And often these apps will say, do you want to lose a pound a week? Do yeah. you want to lose a half pound a week? They ask you specifically what you want. And, yeah. and I think that unfortunately, all too often we want to, I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to do it in a month. Yeah. It's not, it's not the way to go. It's not the way to go. No. Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady. So I, I try to lose a pound a week. Okay. Some weeks are better than others where I, I it's a half a pound. Some week it's a pound, but I'm not focused on that now because I'm 18 weeks in. I just staying the course. Right. Mm -hmm. So I eat six times a day, five smaller meals and then one, I like dinner. So one um, heavier calorie meal during the day. Um, so four, four small meals, a heavier calorie dinner and a snack. So everything has at least 11 grams of protein in it. You can get protein powder to add that to everything that you eat. And then for dinner, there's probably about 50 grams of protein in my dinner. Plus I add a ton of vegetables. Think of vegetables as your empty calories, even though there is calories in them, but they fill you up. They, you know, it doesn't have to be salad. It can be, you know, whatever you want. And you can add Parmesan cheese to it and things like that to enhance the flavor. Learn to season your foods, right? So that you're not starving all the time. So you're, you need to eat every two to two and a half hours in order to achieve uh, a non-starvation mode. So you're constantly fueling your body with some sort of food. You need to do that. And what we normally do is say, well, I'm not very hungry right now, so I'm just not going to eat. Well, that sets your body back. So getting used to eating isn't that easy, right? Especially eating that many times in a day. Now, let's say you're somebody who's like, you know what? I don't give, really care about dinner or I don't really care about lunch. I'm a breakfast person. Make your big meal breakfast. If you're a lunch person, make your big meal lunch. And then the other four meals are smaller meals around, I say around 120 to 150 calories, but 11 grams of protein is added to that. I buy an inexpensive Amazon protein powder that I add to everything. It's unflavored. So I think that, you know, that helps boost up your protein. A lot of chicken and vegetables and stuff. And then I, as you said to me one time, if I've been good all day, or I've watched what I've been eating all day, I've made sure I've eaten at this time every day, every two to two and a half hours, I'm not going to worry if there's a crouton in my salad. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry if there's beets in it. I'm not going to worry if there's onions in it. None of that stuff matters. Would you not agree? Definitely. I think the other thing is, is that as you're following it along, you're either consciously choosing to do this or you're consciously, consciously choosing not to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to want to do this and stay focused on it. Okay. So if anybody thinks like you're going to be able to eat half a cow and lose weight, it's not going to work. Okay. You're going to have, would you not agree, a very small amount of maybe a little bit of hunger. Yeah. I'm a little hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm, a little, I'm not dying, but I'm a little hungry. Okay. When I go to bed, I'm not starving. I'm a little hungry. That means everything's working. Everything's grinding. It's, it's, eating, grinding, and moving. You and I have both also taken two vacations, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I went to Greece. You went to Italy. Mm -hmm. I didn't put on any, I think I put on five ounces. Yep. That's because when you slow down and stop working out so much and eat slowly like this, and by the way, as we go forward, we'll pick apart each and every one of these steps and narrow them down and discuss them at length. 
When you're in a fat-burning mode, which takes a while to get into, as you were saying, it takes three to four days in order to get back into a fat-burning mode. So when you're in a fat-burning mode, you will, as you're on vacation or anywhere, continue to burn fat. Your body's like, oh, we know we're going to get food. We're going to keep burning fat. So when you go on vacation, you don't have to say, well, it's all gone to hell in a handbasket. I might as well just do what I want to do. I watched what I ate a little bit, but I had dessert every day stuff like that. We did a lot of walking to the point I need a knee replacement, but we won't get into that. (laughs) That's another show. (laughs) That's a whole nother show. But you did, you know, did you worry about what you ate very much? Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. I was in Italy. There was nothing to worry about. (laughs) No. Absolutely. And I will say I did gain a pound. Okay. But Totally doable. To, yeah, and uh, and I'm not I'm not saying you can just go and go off it and you know that your your someone else's yeah. results are going to be different. But I did go and I enjoyed Italy and I didn't worry about it and I had some pastries and I had my pasta and I yep. had my my pizza and my farinata and I mm-hmm. had all the things I had everything I wanted to eat and walked a ton. Yeah, and came home and gained a pound. Sure. So did I. I mean, I would. I can do that on a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. You know, I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. You know, you're, and then got back on it and got refocused and got back into fat burn. Yep. You know, but it was, so it's not like, oh, I can never go in and, and no do it again. No. No. Once the weight's off, then I can cheat a little bit. Don't look Mm -hmm. at it like this. This is a whole state of mind again. This is where our mental health component component comes in in our mental health moment today, right now, is that your mental thought process needs to be, this is for the long haul. This is um, something with consistency and patience. It's going to take time. And it is doable. It is totally doable. Listen, I absolutely love this because as you said, you eat five small meals and then a larger meal, yes. breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whatever. So I'm eating every two to three hours. I found for me like two and a half hours is my is my sweet spot. Like yeah. that's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So I love it. So every two and a half hours, mm-hmm. I'm having a little snack of something. Absolutely. So I have a bag of little goodies in mm-hmm. there because I knew I was going to be gone today running around. So I don't miss a meal. I have plenty of 150 calorie snacks that I can take with me or I have in the car with me. That's the most important thing is that you do not miss any meals and you make sure that you get enough protein in. And as you start learning these dynamics, it beca- it's easy. It's so easy. To have a little something. A little something. And for every single recipe that you have for dinner or whatever it may be, lead with protein, lead with vegetables, and make whatever you want. I made eggplant parmesan the other day that was absolutely to die for with zero, I mean like zero in comparison to how it's usually fried, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I I have a convection oven, which is great for that because equal browning on all sides with with spray on, on the eggplant and the breadcrumbs. This is not about no carbs, this is not about no fat. This is about eating everything you normally eat just at a calorie deficit with consistency and time. Watch out for your empty calories, which might be in your drink of choice that you might pick up on your way home. I'm a coffee addict. I, I don't put any sugar in it, but I get a, a little cream in my coffee. That's the way I like it. So this is not about denying yourself. This is about 
giving yourself what you need and what you want. And when you're on an occasion or with somebody and you're going out to have a nice dinner, choosing the right thing on the menu so you can partake in dessert or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, whatever you're, whatever you'd like to do, but staying the course. Also, all the working out I used to do, that was setting my, bu- my body into trauma, shock, and anxiety. So I cut all that back. Well, I've hurt my knee now, but I still lift weights. So I only work out three days a week. 20 to 25 minutes. That's it. It's real mellow, real chill. And that keeps you in a fat burning mode. So if you do fall off, you'll go back into a fat burning mode. But as you said, it takes about three to four days, three to four days, three to four days. But this has been tremendously successful for you, Mm -hmm. for me, Mm -hmm. who could never lose a pound. So this is this is huge. And I know that I have so many people, all these followers that have said to me, I'm in the same exact position. What is menopause? What's happening to me? I'm so distraught. I don't know what to do. And you have been sharing on social media. Yes. The good of social media is sharing some of the things that you have, that have been successful for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're giving people insight as to, hey, this is menopause. You're not crazy. It's, yeah. It's not that you think you're losing your mind. Absolutely. And I think that people just aren't there to understand how difficult this is for a woman to go through. Mm -hmm. There are so many changes to the body. And like I always say, men always have it so easy. They just have it so easy. Well, and for me, as I said, as I shared earlier, I didn't know that that's what I was going through. I thought I needed to pay attention more. I Mm -hmm. needed to concentrate more. I was going to do better at the next meeting. I, you know, I seriously thought there were, I did think there was something wrong with me. Sure. Then found out only through blood work. Only through blood, blood yeah. work when the doctor called and said, oh, you're going through menopause. Never once thought that that was it. And then I looked up on the internet, like symptoms of menopause. And I'm like, oh, I'm checking all these. Oh, this makes sense. Yeah, they just so, don't have enough studies on menopause. So that's and people, why we're And here. women don't tell other women. No, they don't. And like, we don't talk about it because mm-hmm. we think it makes us look old. You know, we're aging. We don't want to age, but aging Mm -hmm. is the natural part of life. So you need to embrace it like we embrace every other part of ourselves. This is something that we're going through. I would like to do my aging a little lighter, okay? I'd like to lose a little bit of weight because I'll tell you what, drag around a 20-pound bag of cat litter. You'll realize what you're dragging around on your body. Yeah, and your hip doesn't hurt anymore, does it? No, it does not. My knee does, but that was from Crete. We're just going to throw that out there again. But the point is, is that, so anyways, I have a ton of useful information on Facebook under my company name, Liz Life Guru. Check it out. It's all free. We're not sponsored by anybody. We're not There's condoning no, a program nope. or, or, or sharing a, a specific program. Nope. We're saying what has worked for us. Yes. And giving some easy techniques yes. that you can apply to what, what you want to do what you and how do. much you want to lose and what you want to do. And this is a lifelong program, not a fad diet, because mm-hmm. that'll get you nowhere. So if you forget or don't, if you can't remember anything, the only, th- the only thing you have to remember, eat less. Eat a little less, lead with protein, lead with vegetables, and watch that sugar. It's an empty calorie. And that's how we lose weight in menopause. The information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace treatment or diagnosis by a qualified mental health professional. 